the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. COVID variant has new restrictions are being slapped on travel from a variety of countries. The new variant, now officially named Omicron, has the potential to be more resistant to the protection offered by vaccines. However, despite the shutdown of flights, it has become evident that the variant is already spreading. Cases have been reported in travellers in Belgium, Israel and Hong Kong. Omicron is a variant of concern because of its high number of mutations. There's also evidence that it carries a higher degree of infection than the other variants. That means people who contracted COVID-19 and recovered could be subject to catching it again. It could take weeks to know if current vaccines are less effective against it. I'm Karen Chamas. Fears over the new variant sent a ripple through markets around the world. On Wall Street, the Dow was down 905 points. This is SRN News. You want to feel important. You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. But our part-time service in the Army National Guard means we get to be more. When our communities are in need, we get the chance to stand up and do something about it. We get to serve in our own region and help the people we call neighbors. From the lakeshores of Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. The fertile fields of Indiana, Illinois, and Iowa to the wide open plains of North and South Dakota. We are here for our hometowns. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018 and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it. But there were other things that needed addressing and... uh, There were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Good morning. Welcome to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. Yes, we're live. You can call us, 651-289-4477. Random things that pop in my head. First of all, has anyone ever wondered about the, how about a fresca? I know when I used to visit my grandmother, including on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving Thursdays, we sometimes would go down there. We would sometimes do them in... My hometown uh, in Manchester, my grandmother lived in Dover, New Hampshire, 
which is where my parents grew up, um, pretty close to the seacoast, the 13 miles of New Hampshire seacoast that exist on the map. Uh, we, um, although according to chaos, the- according to chaos theory, it's an infinite seacoast. Um, there's a, um, there was always in my grandmother's refrigerator, um, at least one other pop. I'm using popping your terms. We used to call it tonic because I'm a New Englander and we New Englanders always call it tonic. I've got New England. I've got a New Englander staying at my, at my house and my accents coming back slowly, but surely listening to her talk. Uh, but anyway, um, There'd always be another tonic in the fridge besides Fresca, but those would go quickly. And so what you would get is what you get is occasionally that very line that's from Caddyshack. How about a Fresca? Right? Because you were handing the caddies the stuff that everybody else wouldn't drink. Because uh, that was not good stuff. Um, there was a... Um, so that... That, that was one thing. Secondly, I, I thought I should uh, I thought I should mention this because I heard it during the uh, the, the talk chalk uh, uh, chalk talk excuse me uh, discussion at the at the very end of the show in the last hour, and I thought I would just clarify. Think, I want you to think about this. How could possibly the government? Someone said, "Well, the government is." I think what they said was, "Well, the government's going to pay the banks instead of students." through this student loan forgiveness program. And I said, wait a minute. Back in 2009, as part of the process by which they were, were and be, this being radio, you're going to have to trust me. I'm waving my, my, my air quotes or my scare quotes right now. They were going to pay for Obamacare. You saw my fingers, right? Pay for Obamacare. They decided that they were going to take over the student loan program, that most student loans were now going to be provided by the federal government and not by private banks. Uh, And the revenue that would be paid typically to banks in terms of the subsidization of uh, student loans, which the government had done for years and years, that was now going to be erased because you were just paying yourself. So that's fine. But the other issue of that, of course, is now... 92% 92% of all student debt is owed to the federal government. So when the student when the government says it's going to just forgive it, it's going to take an asset off of the off of its balance sheet in essence by saying we're just going to forgive that money. There will be no money going to the banks as a result of debt forgiveness. It is simply a it is a transaction that instead of doing that, they have to somehow Add to their liabilities on; they have to subtract their liabilities on the other side. But those at those those loans are an asset on the on the government's balance sheet that equal about one point six one point six one point seven um, vague on the number. But it start it the, it's a trillion. It's less than two trillion. It's more than one and a half somewhere in there. So forgiving 150000 of that just means simply you're not going to send us the money. That's fine. That's how it expands the deficit is. We're simply going to take in less money. We're going to leave that money in the hands of, it, of folks who went to college, got an education, and so forth. That's, that's how that gets paid for. But I just wanted to make that point because, like, like, I would not look at the student loan forgiveness piece as being a way in which money gets to the banks. It's not at all that. It is instead simply we're just gonna we're just gonna give a basically we're gonna give a tax break. It works like a tax cut, but focused on people who went to college. And for those of you who didn't go to college, <laughs> sucker. Too bad. Right? I mean if you look at um if you look at uh, the amount of uh, student loan debt that uh, is um, the amount of debt that's acquired by uh, by folks uh, who go to college, I mean it is a substantial number uh, thirty thirty thousand dollars for those who or forty two thousand dollars for those who get an associate's degree fifty five thousand dollars for those who get a bachelor's uh, sorry those are I'm sorry I'm reading the wrong I'm reading the wrong table. 
Um, those are the percentages there. Sorry. Uh, but uh, most of the average student debt is in the thirty dollars to $40,000. So giving away $150,000 for giving that just means I'm going to wipe that off your, off your sheet on one side. And on the other side, of course, the government's not going to be receiving student loan payments, which is part of their revenue. So work it out. What's that do? Yeah, that adds to the deficit. Those aren't those uh, those act as those repayments of student loans act in the same way on the bank's balance sheet as if it was a as if it was a tax. It removes disposable income. For, it removes and reduces the amount of disposable income that households have. Just as raising taxes, as lowering tax, lowering taxes. It add, when you add when you forgive this money, it acts like a tax cut. But it's a tax cut that if you only went to high school or if you didn't take out student loans, hmm, sorry, not for you. Kind of a weird way to give a tax cut. That is what that does. Anyway, 651-289-4477. Hope you had a great, great, great Thanksgiving dinner. Did you? Did you go out? We did. Um... I saw, and, and, and I have to say, <clears throat> I appreciated this. I, I don't know the owners well, but a little bit. I know them up on recognition. There's, they, own two, they own two places here in the St. Cloud area. They had both their restaurants open on Thanksgiving, working with a pretty minimal staff. But they ended up having, and, and I asked at the, because we, we were in the last group that went in, and I asked how many people who had not made a reservation that they were just serving. And they were ones and twos. And there was approximately an extra ten people that came in that way. Lots of dinners going out the front door in big bags and so forth. They were struggling to keep up. Um, I'm grateful uh, that I live in a country where that can happen and where a single person who didn't know what else to do for Thanksgiving dinner was able to go and get themselves some turkey and stuffing and and enjoy the blessings of uh, of our earth i think that's just fantastic um we had a great time it's the i don't i i don't talk too much about her on this show but our daughter is about to finish her her uh, doctorate uh in uh, in in mathematics uh at the university of minnesota she is defending it a week from it, not this coming week but the week after and um and uh, then she's going on a postdoc overseas. Uh, so it's, it is likely the last Thanksgiving we'll have with her for a few years. Uh, we're hoping she'll come back around, around uh, Christmas time uh, at least once or twice while she's away, please. Uh, and, um, and, uh, and we'll have that. But the chances are we won't be seeing her again for Thanksgiving for some time. Uh, but we also like to like to uh, celebrate it with some friends who we know don't have family in the area. So we we are usually of the mind to bring people out for that. So it was really great. Uh, I imagine if you're like everyone, okay, you just had to listen to the news uh, broadcast talk about a variant with a lot of mutations. Uh, that uh, that said, we've had. My view is, you know. Thank God for pharmaceuticals. Thank God for vaccines. Think about what what we were doing a year ago. Um, I think I did the show live a year ago too. Sean wasn't here uh, at that time, but uh, but uh, I think I was able to do the show live last year at this time, and I think we were able to get a and and we were able to uh, serve things. But uh, I I recall those people we we weren't able to that we did bring out this year. Last year we couldn't. We've had 12 months of practice. Um, it has been interesting to me to listen to news reports that first reported like 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 Omicron. And by the way, just to remind you, it's Omicron, not Omicron. It's a Greek letter. <laughs> if you know your Greek alphabet, okay, you know that it's Omicron and not Omicron. Although Omicron just sounds awesome. Doesn't it sound, I mean, we're just, John and I are joking. It sounds like a transformer uh, monster of some kind. I am Omnicron, and 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 it's 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 fabulous. But I, I would say, no matter what it is, 
we we've had practice at this. Um, indeed, it was interesting. You're early in the day, in the morning, you're getting like, oh wow, gosh, ooh, yuck, what's going on? And then on the other side, uh, like by the end of the day, you're hearing reports from like from the WHO saying, hey, you've kind of overblown what this is yet. And the news reports are on one side, and 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 it seems like there's a case where the where the health officials are like, tap the brakes just a little bit. We're still not sure exactly what kind of a threat this represents, whether the vaccines work, how we believe it has greater transmissibility. We don't know what it's, we don't know what the mortality from this particular variant is. It could be a highly transmissible but relatively mild. Uh, form we don't know enough yet since the first case was only discovered about two weeks ago okay so hold on hold on um, and and I think that that is going to be um, the, uh, the theme of the week is going to be what is this thing is this going to be really bad what what what's happening and I do think it's it's important that I mean, like with most things, I always want to approach the news reports. My wife gets mad at me because she's pretty plugged in, but she watch, she's got a, she's got an iPhone like I do. But unlike me, I took I took Apple News off my phone. I simply cannot stand it uh, because I don't I don't want to let Apple News pick my pick my news feeds. I, in fact, can choose my own news feeds, and I do try to keep a broad variety, okay? Look, I I get the New York Times delivered every morning, so if one, someone wants to tell me I live in a bubble, it's like, well, yeah, you could say that, but I do read the New York Times. I do read the Guardian I do pretty regularly. Um, I also read the Telegraph. I also read the Wall Street Journal. I try to give myself a variety of newspapers. Um, I do not get my news from television. Um, so I, that... I think of that as being the right way to think of it, and you should too. I would say tune out the noise this week. Definitely stay away from the stay away from the, the television. Don't stay away from your radio. We want you here, but do <laughs> stay away from your television this week because there's going to be a lot of noise to listen to uh, coming up here. Instead, instead, be home with your family and count your blessings. And we'll be back with more after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Come on, let's turkey try. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Non-licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based in loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. With the holidays right around the corner, would a little extra cash come in handy? Instead of loading up those high-interest credit cards, get the cash you need the smart way. With home values at all-time highs and interest rates still low, Cash Call Mortgage can help you get the cash you need from your home's equity and get a low interest rate at the same time. How does a cash-out refinance mortgage and a rate in APR in the twos sound? We'll even cover the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. Need extra holiday cash? Want to pay off high-interest debt? Or just put money away for a rainy day? Then a cash-out refi from Cash Call Mortgage is the perfect solution. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Want to give a truly unique gift at half the regular price? It's a hot air balloon ride at treetop level across the St. Croix River Valley. The memory becomes sweeter knowing you paid half the regular price through this special radio offer. Float quietly along somewhere between the lush green earth below and wide open expanse of the blue sky above. To purchase a private ride for two from Stillwater Balloons at half off the regular price, go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. 
Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. Welcome back. King Banyan Show. We were joking before the show. Did you get a second serving of potatoes? Uh, I love my potatoes. I do the diet I've been on for the last close to four years now uh, has been uh, has been relatively potato free. Uh, but Thanksgiving is always an opportunity to um, to cheat that just a little bit. I have the stuffing and the potatoes and. Did my work, but I first went out and uh, ran, uh, ran, ran our, what we up here we call it the wishbone run, but you, most places Thanksgiving run, turkey trot, whatever you want to call it, uh, is um, you know, we did all that uh, and uh, hopefully had a good time. Hope you did as well. The big news of the week last week was, of course, twofold. We're going to talk about one of them in the second hour. That's going to be the uh, that's going to be uh, with my good friend Vern McKinley. Uh, who will be visiting a second hour to talk about the? Uh, it actually started the week before uh, this past week, but uh, went on into this week. And of course, and on Wednesday, we found out that it's probably unlikely that Saul Omarova is going to be uh, become the uh, become the next comptroller of the currency. Um, I thought Vern could come in and help us understand first of all, what what is the comptroller of the currency? What is it that they do? Uh, and then secondly, uh, and secondly about Ms. Omarova and, uh, or Dr. Omarova, I believe, I believe she's got a PhD and, uh, to see what it is that, uh, what it is that she said, he watched the testimony. So you don't have to, that's great. But of course, the other big thing that happened was, was, uh, we had last week on the show, we spent an hour talking about why hasn't. Jay Powell been reappointed. Are they making a change? And Maya was leaning toward it. Sounds like they're going to make a change. Well, fooled me. It turns out they're just, they were just too slow. Well, here's, here's the theory. The theory is they tried to see if they could get Lael Brainard, the, uh, who has been a governor from, with the Federal Reserve, appointed by President Obama, serving since 2014. They wanted to see if they could get her approved or, or, or confirmed by the Senate. Our guess is, my best guess is right now, that the answer was no. That there were some that there were some of the more centrist types, and perhaps the five that opposed Omarova would have opposed Brainerd too. They may have, you know, King Joe of Mansion may have said, no, 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 you gotta, we gotta have Powell back. Because Powell's gonna be a little more, um, a little more uh, 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 hawkish on inflation than she would be. Uh, so, so despite a lot of saber rattling from the progressive wing, um, everybody is now got he, now he's now back as the, the being reappointed as the chair of the Fed. He'll have to go through confirmation. Brainard is given given as well. The vice chair of the Fed, okay, you know, the silver medal, if you would. Um, interestingly, not the vice chair in charge of supervision. That title, that position still remains open. Randy Quarles, who currently holds that that role, is 
is leaving the is not in the role right now, and he himself is leaving the Fed at the end of December. So there are two more seats available for him to nominate people to. He could have brought in somebody from outside, and it's not unheard of that somebody from outside is brought in to be the chair. That has happened. It's not. It's not desirable. Greenspan, for example, was brought in from outside to be the chair of the Fed. Volcker was brought in from outside to be the chair. Um, but it's it's not. It's more common that you would take up a governor and, and and elevate them to become the become the chair of of the Federal Reserve and and be a little bit more more of a, a known player, an insider, if you will. Well, Jay Powell is is the consummate insider. Brainard has been in this role for quite some time, and and as you might guess, the 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 talking heads were out there and basically saying, you know, this is this is pretty good. Our our friend Larry Summers was on on Bloomberg and saying, hey, this is this looks really good to me. Cut number one, please. Uh, this is the team that guided us through the response to the financial crisis. Jay was at the helm, but Lale played a key role in the design of the facilities that enabled us to maintain much smoother financial markets and have a much more rapid recovery than uh, people expected, particularly in the traumatic early financial moments of uh, that uh, crisis. I think it's... So that was a... So he's on saying this. Uh, Peter Orshak, who is now the uh, the director at uh, Lazat Frere, uh, and uh, was at one time the head of the Congressional Budget Office, um, was also speaking very highly of this. Let's play cut number five, please. Yeah, look, I, from my perspective, this is sort of the dream team. Uh, Chair Powell clearly uh, is a force for stability and good sense in monetary policy. Leo Brainerd, someone I've known for over 30 years, extremely talented person. I think together you're going to see uh, an even, even better alliance and, and combination. I, again, just think uh, the combination is very powerful. So they were... They're praising, and I want to point out, Summers and Orsag are both people who I would consider <clears throat> members of the center-left along the political spectrum. Uh, they're, they're not right-wing economists. They're, they're, they're not John Cochran's. Uh, they're, not a Milton, they're not Milton Friedman's. They're not, they're not any such thing. I think, though, that <clears throat> I do think that this is, this is – I said it was the right move. I'd been saying it for weeks. Um, uh, there's a, you know, there, I've been saying for, for, for weeks now, I don't understand why he's still hanging out there twisting in the wind. Um, it's not, you know, there's going to be some, there's going to be some people who look at that, that long time of waiting and say they must have gotten something back from him. I'm not sure what that is. I had wondered if they might be trying to jam uh, somebody else, including perhaps even uh, Saul Omarova, uh, to to the position uh, to her position at the comptroller's office as a as a uh, as a quid pro quo, but it doesn't sound like that. It doesn't sound like that. So I I think that I think that on on average this is a a good thing, but there's still pieces to be put in play. President Biden still has two positions to fill, two chairs to fill. There are also two bank presidencies in Boston and in Dallas that need to be filled as well. Um, so this could be a lot of turnover in FOMC, even though we're going to get stability at the top, and maybe this was part of the persuasion, is you've already got four seats up for grabs within FOMC, including two that for sure are voting every year and the other two voting on a rotating basis. Do you want to add to that instability in Fed policymaking at this time by changing out from Jay Powell at this moment? Now, I'm not going to I'm not going to comment on what I think of the intelligence of, of the president. Um, it's irrelevant. He's got 
very good advisors around him, uh, smart people, not people with my priorities, not people I would, but I don't, I mean, just because you don't agree with me doesn't make you dumb. Um, but for the life of me, I still cannot understand why it took so long to keep the status quo the status quo. Unless there was a serious fight to think about wanting to make this change. And the only argument that was made in favor of it, the only argument in favor of it, was the argument about, about well, he's not so supportive of, of using uh, banking policy for climate change. <clears throat> I have a I have a, a, a news flash for for uh, the Senate senators and congresspersons who think the Federal Reserve should be fighting climate change. Change the Federal Reserve Act. Pass the law. Let it be debated on the floor of the House and the Senate. Pass it and send it forward to the president for signature. Oh, that's right. You can't get the votes for that. So perhaps... What you are trying to do is get something that you can't get passed by regular order in the in Congress. You are trying to get it through the back door through the appointment process instead. Pretty pretty poor, pretty poor stuff. Right? Now, what does this mean? What does the Federal Reserve's change mean for? The, what for the path of monetary policy going forward? Well, that's the next question. Stick around. You'll hear it next on the King Bain Show on the Biz 1440. Oh, Lord, I'm feeling fine today. Walking on cloud nine today. I'm it's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. 
800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Welcome back King Baggage Show, the Biz 1440. Lovely. Ah, so good to be with you. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Fern McKinley about the Omarova nomination coming up at the top of the hour. We're talking about the, the Fed this hour. And I want to get to the... So, the appointment, the, the, the appointment ended up everyone's even... Even... Muhammad El Arian. I'm not going to play the clip. I don't have time. Uh, but I was going to. I was going to have. I was going to have it pulled last night and said, "Ah, we're going to run out of time for this because I want to get to the implications." But everyone, even those like El Arian, who said, "Oh, you'd be better off picking Brainerd," as soon as as soon as Powell gets nominated, oh, brilliant, yeah, great choice. Like, come on, guys. Paul Krugman, who I I almost this was the one I this is the last one I decided not to send to. Uh, to, to Sean to, to pull for us this morning was um, was saying basically there just really is a difference on monetary policy between these two, and I don't expect there to be. I expect them to. I expect them to be going forward and they're, that they're not going to see much change. So when I want to know what's happening in the markets, I do a few things. I look at the situation as it stands right now, and I'm just going to go through a couple couple pieces of data that came out this week. First of all, personal income numbers for October up uh, five-tenths percent month over month, which was three-tenths above the expectation. Wages are over the last six months have been running at an 11.8% increase on an annualized rate. Okay, so personal spending was up 1.3% month over month. Spending on goods was way, way up in this piece. Personal spending adjusted for inflation since the March spike is up 5.4%. Headline personal consumption expenditures up 3.4%. Savings rate fell to 7.3%. So people are beginning to spend things down. We still have a little bit of excess savings still out there that I think continues to, to push prices higher in the short run. But this is the part that really is transitory. So it's worth asking, what's the savings in the long run? What's the savings rate going to be? I don't know. What I can tell you is the long run savings rate is 6.8%. And remember, those are flow numbers. So there's still a stock of savings out there. Okay. I think a flow is being, being drops of water going into a cup or a bucket or whatever size vessel you want. Savings is usually, you think of your savings as a number at a point in time. That's the bucket or the barrel. You're adding to savings each period. When we give you savings numbers, typically on the show, we're actually giving you the flow, the drops into the bucket of your wealth, not the size of your bucket, the wealth itself. Um, so that number went up. Core girl, Core durable goods last week announced for October up six six tenths month over month, one tenth more than expected. Uh, and the fact that that our GDP numbers got revised for the third quarter got revised up a tenth because it turned out our exports were stronger. I had wondered how this would work. Um, if you think of all those containers that are coming in with all those imports that we keep, you know, in the, in our supply chain concerns. When you, when you send those those containers back, I'm sure the price at which you can get a container to put something that goes back particularly to Asia, but even to, even to Europe, is awfully, awfully cheap right now. So I think uh, 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 those numbers went up. Industrial supplies had a big high for exports, exports of food and beverages and automobiles. Um, so the deficit, the trade deficit, actually, instead of $97 billion, uh, uh, $97 billion in September, down to $82.9 billion. Still elevated, but 
it's one sign that maybe we're, we're a little bit past the worst and things are beginning to get a little bit better. Let's talk about that with some of the clips we have here. This is going to be uh, Peter Orshag again uh, from uh, Lazad Frere uh, on, uh, on Bloomberg, on, Bloomberg uh, on uh, Tuesday this week. Number, cut number six, I'm sorry. We clearly have a raging debate about uh, inflation that is going to be front and center for bo- both Powell and Brainerd going forward. Uh, and that's going to consume a lot of the debate in early 2022. And, and, and I think, in fact, this is the next question. I'm looking right now at the, uh, at the data from uh, uh, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange they have a, a little subsite called uh, uh, Countdown to FOMC to keep track of probabilities for changes in rates. And right now, if you look at the price of the uh, out in November, um, better than 50-50 that we'll have had two rate hikes by November of next year. But if I go back to, if I go back now to March, I'm going to switch back to March here, and I've got to let this page load for my load for me. I should have put two separate pages up. Right now, the probability of a rate hike in March is currently sitting at 18, at 18%. Whereas, go back only uh, to uh, 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 two weeks, three weeks prior, and that was 10%. So the likelihood of a rate increase in March, of having to really telescope this thing, has really changed quite a bit. Mark Cabana, who's the uh, head of global research for Bank of America, uh, was was on uh, was on Bloomberg as well, and he had this to say: "Cut number two. It's a little too early to us to imagine that the Fed will go ahead and announce in December a faster pace of taper. What instead we think is more likely is." Uh, a truncated pace or a shortened pace of taper. It's quite possible by the time we get to the March meeting next year, assuming that inflation continues to come in quite elevated, that the Fed announces that, you know what, we don't need to finish the taper. We're already buying such a small amount of treasuries, and we want to provide a signal to the market for a June hike. And they could just stop the last month or potentially the last two months of taper. And we don't think that it would have a material impact on the market because the Fed will be buying so little at that point in time anyway. And how how soon, how likely is it going to happen? On CNBC, Jeremy Siegel, professor at the Wharton School uh, of Business uh, at the University of Pennsylvania, and really one of the top 20 researchers in finance in the world, in, in my mind at least, a highly respected academic, was on talking talking about this same question. Cut number three, please. Uh, absolutely, they're going to have to move faster. Uh, uh, there's there's no question that they're, uh, they're very much behind the curve. And what I think is that uh, Yellen is, is and uh, the others are softening uh, the market up for an announcement on that December 15th meeting of a speed up of the taper, uh, which means a sooner rise of interest rates. So that meeting and that announcement will be on December 15th. It strikes me as really wild that we would think about them actually speeding up all the way to speeding up all the way to March. Like I say, we now have about a 20% probability looking at the futures market, the Fed Fund's futures market at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. The implicit probability, I'm going to do the number again. Uh, let, me get, let me get the latest number here uh, for the 26. Uh, probability of 18.8% is the implied price, implied probability of a rate hike. And it's almost all on one rate hike. There's a tiny bit of action on a, on the possibility that they'd have to do two rate hikes, but that would be that'd be pretty amazing. On a single rate hike, uh, on a rate hike even happening in January, those probabilities are really really small. Currently, about five percent. But but the the but the the move on the 16th of March, three meetings from today, is up at one is up at 20 percent. And when I get to the May 4th meeting, just clicking through all of this, um, uh, clicking through all of this, load, 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 please. Uh, the probability of a rate hike in May 
is currently sitting, of a rate hike at May, is currently sitting, he's doing math in his head, 36%, more than one-third. And again, if I go back even as late as two weeks ago, that that May rate hike was priced in at 26%. So over time, and I think it's only somewhat to do with Powell. I, I mean, the quest. I think the market never really changed, either it never really changed its mind about that Powell was going to be the guy, or they had good reason to believe that there's really good, would have been no difference in the rate in the rate changes between Brainard and Powell. And I think both of those things are true. Right? I think both of those things are potentially true. So I am I am I am, I am super interested. Let's play a little bit more. This is again um, this is again uh, Jeremy Siegel, cut number four, please. You you saw the uh, what what happened to technology, especially the high price technology today. You saw the yields are approaching one seventy on the ten year. I, I, I actually think what the market says is with the reappointment uh, of uh, of Chairman Powell, it gives them a little bit more free hand um, because uh, to to raise interest rates. I think a little more. I, I think I think Siegel is a little bit up, is is a little bit overselling the the, the likelihood that uh, Powell has the freedom to raise rates much much faster. But it's pretty clear that uh, in my mind, I don't think there's any question that at this meeting, this next meeting in this, on December fifteenth, that uh, there will be some announcement that the taper is going to go faster. When we thought it would run all the way to June. I think they're going to tip their hand to some degree to say that, including maybe even in the FOMC, FOMC statement itself, but certainly in Powell's uh, uh, Powell's press conference afterward, you can expect all the questions will be: Are you talking about rate increases yet? Are you there yet? Um, how fast is the taper going to go? If they have not announced on taper, I think he's going to say we had substantial conversation about the speed of tapering. We're not ready to tell you anything yet. We have another meeting at the end of January, and it may be even as early as January, they say, we're going to speed this thing up. And again, now they're down to 100, they're, they're, in, they're now at $105 billion ad per month to the balance sheet. The balance sheet is approaching $9 trillion. It's over eight and a half. It's approaching nine trillion. Um, in December, if they stay on path, as they uh, you know, which they'll say at the next meeting, that would take them down to adding ninety. That means you're adding about one percent a month to the balance sheet at that time. It wouldn't take much to sort of say, yeah, this just isn't that. This just really isn't that much at all. Uh, and so I do see tapering probably at this point ending faster. Uh, and it won't take much more in data to get them to be convinced of that because, of course, we do get next week, we get the next jobs report, and by December 15th, they'll actually have some information on November prices as well. We'll talk more about this right after these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Have a banana, Anna. Try the salami, Tommy. Give it to Gravy Davy. Everybody eats when you come to my house. Try a tomato, please, too. The Biz 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. Honey, I'm officially sick of junk mail, emails, and ads about Medicare. Why are they suddenly bombarding us with this stuff? Because it's open enrollment. We could get more benefits. Clear up your Medicare confusion with simple, easy answers at EasyMedicare.com. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Medicare.com. Annual enrollment is now through December 7th. Go to EasyMedicare.com or speak with a licensed agent at 1-800-991-4407. EasyMedicare.com. We make choosing a Medicare plan easy. Speak with a licensed insurance agent or visit EasyMedicare.com on Friday 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. ESG, Saturday 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. ESG. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, has neither reviewed nor approved this information with regard to the federal Medicare program. EasyMedicare.com is powered by eTelco Insurance Inc., a private, duly licensed insurance agency appointed by Medicare Advantage, HMO, PPO, and PFFS plans and standalone prescription drug plans and insurance companies. Only Medicare contracts approved by CMS. Enrollment in any plan for coverage is subject to insurance company approval. This information is not a complete description of benefits. Contact the plan for more information. Limitations, co-payments, and restrictions may apply. Benefits, premiums, and or member cost share may change on January 1 of each year. You must continue paying your Medicare Part B premium.
Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign of COVID and the flu, so make sure you use an accurate thermometer. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and are not reliable. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. Top of the hour, Vern McKinley joining us to talk about Saul Omarova. Let me just run you through a few more of these numbers because I'm telling you, they're, they're just, the numbers just speak for themselves. The fourth quarter GDP numbers at this moment, and I'm going to caution you, right? Omicron could change things just as Delta did. It's almost like every quarter we have to get we have to get a new Greek letter to get scared about. Um, but and I admit that probably that probably is, is is an overstatement. But I I do think I do think uh, it's interesting that just as this economy begins to to take off and do things, we're we're getting these stories again. Um, uh, Mortgage rates are up again now. To, mortgage rates are all the way back to three and a quarter, um, and that that that's fine. Existing home sales up to totaled six point three four million in numbers this week, one hundred forty thousand more than expected. Um, uh, most contracts probably were signed in the in the summer. Very small inventories. Price increases are still showing up. Medium home price year over year is up 13%. Um, so those valuations are going up uh, pretty dramatically. About the only place where you saw you saw some numbers down a little bit, were, were, well, there were two places, not one place, two places. One, consumer confidence is, was down, according to the University of Michigan. Their index number was 674 Versus the preliminary one at sixty six point eight, but but uh, that's down from seventy one point seven for October. It's the lowest number in ten years. These this is the consumer confidence numbers is the place where the inflationary expectations will show up when they show up there. Um, um, when they show up, these cause a real problem for that. Indeed, the uh, uh, Richard Curtin, who's uh, Who's the director, longtime director of the U of M survey, University of Michigan survey? The decline was due to a combination of rapidly escalating inflation combined with the absence of any federal policies that would effectively redress the inflationary damage to household budgets. So that number was that number was down. Uh, I mentioned the inflation the inflation number in in the consu- in the uh, personal consumption expenditures already. Um, 
energy is up 30% year over year, so everyone's showing you gas prices, okay? It's part of the issue. Uh, core rate, core rate year over year, 4.1%. If you pull the two-year number on core PCE, which is the, expect, the number expected for the Fed, so that takes you all the way back to October of 2019, that answer is 2.7%. So that takes out all of the drop during the early days of the pandemic. 4.1 is an overstatement. But it is fair to say that the measured number of the Federal Reserve over the last two years is running above where they said it would be. And I think that's the number that we have to keep putting back in front of ourselves as we think about what's policy going to do. If I'm, if I'm out speaking as a Fed president, believes the taper has to end sooner, that we need options for two or even maybe three rate hikes in 2022 – which I think is very possible. I think it's very possible you could get the three rate hikes before the end of 2022. I'm out there now saying, hey, even taking out the COVID period when no one could go shopping, inflation's running 2.2 and three quarters percent. We need to signal to them that we're bringing it back to 2% over time. Have we really done that job yet? Don't, don't know we've gotten there. Um, the last piece I would point out, which I found interesting, um, is that um, is that service sector productivity or service sector uh, composite index from market uh, for November was down? I'm going to just read you f- uh, a quick quote or two. The rise in output accelerated from October as inflow of new orders expanded at a sharper pace. Numerous critical components remained in short supply. Many goods producers noted dwindling stocks of finished goods. This is all good on the inventory side, and this should help. But if I if I step down to the service sector, I find many firms many firms noted that uptick in business activity was supported by greater travel, both domestically and internationally, and further easing of COVID restrictions. Inflationary pressures continue to soar midway through the fourth quarter as the rate of increase in input prices quickened to a six-month high. A combination of marked supplier price hikes and vast increases in wage bills reportedly drove cost burdens up. That's the situation that we have going into this period. That all screams that the Fed's going to have to make some changes. I expect that December 15th meeting to be consequential and something that we'll pay attention to going forward. Coming up after this, Vern McKinley about the nomination and perhaps the end of the nomination of Saul Omarova here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This has been a test of the emergency alert system. This is a coordinated test of the broadcast stations in your area. We are testing equipment that can quickly warn you in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, an official message would have followed the alert tone. This concludes the test of the emergency alert system. At Salem Media Group Twin Cities, we're committed to delivering the best in talk radio programming. AM 1280 The Patriot, AM 980 The Mission, The Biz 1440, and Freedom 1570. There's also our Christian music station, thefishtwincities.com. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Your guests will be impressed when you serve them round ice cubes for their holiday drinks. Hi, it's PJ from PJ's Appliance. Check out our new LG refrigerators. 
They feature an automatic ice maker that creates bar quality sphere ice. The slow melting round ice cubes make every drink taste better longer. This little detail can make you the best party host on the block. Craft clear sphere ice right from your new LG refrigerator from PJ's Appliance. You know we take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality appliances at unbeatable prices. Come see why PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers, dryers, dishwashers, and microwaves. Visit our showroom or find us online at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Common ground for the first-time investor and the lifelong trader. This is the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.